Welcome, welcome back. Oh my God. I can't believe this is happening. Coming to you live from Europe, it's Liam Owens. Ciao, ciao, ciao. How's Italy, man? It's amazing. I'm having so much fun. I bet. It looks so awesome. Yeah, if you're on following, check out Meals Liam Eats. It's basically I plugged it last episode. Really? Yep. Oh my God. Plugged it last episode. If you are not following Meals Liam Eats, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What do you think is your favorite thing you've eaten? Oh, my favorite thing I've eaten? Okay, so let me look through. You can go like a meal and then like a dessert because those are so, you can't put those on the same. Okay, so I'm also going to specify it. The best food I've had of the trip, I think, was um, oh man. There's so much to choose from. There is so much to choose from. Yeah, probably just like hot dog cart on the street. Yeah, probably, you know, the sausage in London. No. Um, <laughs> I have recently fallen in love with this sandwich shop named Pino's. And, You've posted um, a few from there. I've noticed that. Yeah, actually. I'm going tomorrow, too. It's mm-hmm. really good stuff. What was the place that you knew beforehand that you researched that you were like, I'm going to go here? It's called Alantico Vanayo. And mm-hmm. Pino's, it's better. Pino's, man. I'm sorry. It's better. It's cheaper. And also, it's warm. It's served toasted instead, of, instead of cold. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Man, we got to get sponsored by Pinos, man. I know. Well, they would do it too. They like everything that they're commented in. And my guy, so? Nirvan, Nirvan is, is uh-huh. my boy at Pinos. We're, he we're knows you already? Buds. Yeah. Well, he knows our whole group. That's so great. Yeah. I was, because uh, oh, there are these little scooters that you can rent here, and I've been highly taking advantage of those. Really? Is it, it like the like, like stand up, like lime scooters? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I was scootering past at like seven o'clock, right? As they were closing, like mm-hmm. heading somewhere else. And he goes, Liam, he's like wiping off a table. He's like, <laughs> Liam, ciao. And I go, Nirvana, what's up, dude? That's so great. Like I couldn't stop, but it was, that's it was so fun. great. Oh yeah. So what time is it right now, Liam? We're recording at 4 PM our time. Here it's on, 10 PM uh, for Tuesday. me, Gav. The things, the things I do for this podcast, the sacrifices I make. Liam's grinding. Liam is grinding for us right now, guys. Yeah, Yeah. I can do. We 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 can we can push earlier if you need. I can do. I can do earlier. This is perfect. This is perfect. We'll we'll figure it out. But yeah, folks, we got a new time coming to you. We got a new setup. Same pod, different time. We're gonna come out on Tuesdays, which is right after the grosses. Fresh gross. Fresh gross. Worst case, maybe some Wednesdays in there, but Tuesdays four now um yeah uh, not much is new with me uh, speaking of electric vehicles i ran over a chipmunk today on my skateboard no. it was terrible Kevin, are you okay i'm okay well because i i saw it like right as it hit the board like yeah. i was like oh damn a chipmunk <laughs> <laughs> And then I turned oh, around no. and he was he was not okay. Luckily, luckily he he was out of his misery by the time I I was able to get back to him. But uh, it's just a just a sad thing today. Yeah, tough man. I just wanted hey, to drop off my the, passport. How's Tiny Girls the Musical going? Tiny Girls the Musical is good. Um, yeah. we open next week, and good. I haven't run anything back to back yet we've just been doing individual scene work so <laughs> i love that those are my favorite 
Yeah, but you know, with every show we do, we're always like, eh, it's so unprepared. It's going to be so bad. And then it's always fine. It's always just fine. So I'm not worried about it. Come see it, folks. $3 for students. $5 for everyone else. No way. No Those excuses. Those prices are unbeatable. No excuses. We're almost as cheap as Walking with Ghosts was. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. We can get into the thing that is Broadway. So we only and had. And your run is almost as long as. Uh, o- almost Ohio as long State as. Ohio State Murders. Ohio State Murders. We're actually a little longer. We do run Thursday through Sunday of next week. Um <laughs> And so, yeah, we got quite a bit to talk about stuff that I, I, I covered a lot of stuff that you weren't here for. Most importantly, uh, the Tony Awards ruling that now Tony Awards voters can vote on things that they haven't seen. That is crazy. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get so, it. I was having a discussion on TikTok with Brian, the BA. I made a video and he he commented and was going, going back and forth. And so there's a lot to it that I don't understand. And I'm sure there's plenty of way rules that. I don't know, actually don't make it as bad as it is. But to me, it seems bad. Is it designed to make it so that like theaters can do better? Like they don't have to give up as many seats? No. So it's it's designed because it's a COVID thing. It's just a COVID thing. And it's and it's because there's last year, the Tony voters weren't like were struggling to be able to see everything. And if they didn't see something in a category, they just couldn't vote on it, which, you know, would make sense. But like Jackal Spivey was out of a strange loop a lot last year, evidently during Tony Awards time. And that like kind of messed with things because then you can't vote on that category. So like, it's not the end of the world. Like if you could, if you could vote on things that you haven't seen any of it, like that, that's not good. But I don't know. I just at a glance it's like what are we doing here like really like can we just get more tony voters and then just not worry about it yeah like, in statistics in if you want to get the most adequate sample size you increase your <clears throat> your population or your, your sample size yeah your your like biases and error are like go down and like pretty much down to zero just increase just get, get more tony voters out there i don't know i don't get it um but i got some fast facts for you if you're ready in the words of the 2024 best musical quoting it hit me baby one more time <laughs> that <laughs> was terrible that announced more casting take me out closed for the second time Hey, rest in peace. Rest in peace. We got some casting for a girl from the North Country film. So we got that announced and we got some casting for it, which is kind of crazy. Hadestown is releasing green vinyl. Broadway World makes a huge deal about vinyl. Like they did the same thing with Chicago. It's like, we're re-releasing vinyl. It's like, I don't like, okay. When Chicago did it, it's still the same album, but literally 30 years later. I know. Hadestown's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just a different color. I thought I should include it. The Hamilton lottery is real. It exists. Did you win? I'm seeing it on Saturday. In New York? No, in Boston. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, okay. Um, Congrats. The New York one is still not real. Actually, according to your Wagner roommate, Nick, it according is. According to Nick and Nick. According to Nick, it's call real. Nick Nack. Um, no, but I'm, I'm seeing it in Boston on Saturday, which I hear is really good. It's at the uh, Citizens Bank Opera House, which is so exciting. Um, the new musical Hell's Kitchen about the life of Alicia Keys is going to premiere off-Broadway in late spring slash summer of this year. Cool. Um, cool. It's probably going to be Jukebox. There's no way you have a musical about Alicia Keys and don't no. only use Alicia Keys 
music. So um, the Mean Girls movie is casting local New Jersey people. If you want to be an extra in that movie and you live in New Jersey, get on it. And oh. Kimberly Akimba. You can what do that. Are filming? I don't know. I, I saw it on Broadway World. Okay. You should, do, you should do that, though. I could probably do that. That's true. You probably could. Not do that. It, well, I, they're I probably could gonna, do that. I could pay for that. I could do that. They're probably going to do it during the summer when the schools are empty. So. Uh, oh no! Uh, Whatever. Um, this is this is the silliest thing to come out of this week. Hit me. <laughs> George Santos claimed this past <laughs> week that he produced Spider-Man: Turn Off the Door, the Dark. Which, after any sort of digging or fact checking or five anything, seconds of it, it was determined that he did not. U.S. Representative Santos has been at the forefront of a lot of news recently, making a lot of false claims to, such as where he went to school, how his campaign was financed, his past job history, how his mother died on 9/11. Basically, just saying things that he think he thinks people are just going to take his word for. And it's like, dude, you're like a. a, a you, we know who you are. We can like look it up yeah. and know that you didn't go to school like where you said you went to school, like all these different things. Um, so according to Bloomberg News, he told potential donors while running for Congress in 2021 that he produced the largest flop in Broadway history, which is Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Bloomberg confirmed with an assistant of lead producer Michael Cole that Santos had nothing to do with the show. Which my thing, like it's one thing to lie about being on the producing team. How is that a flex at all? So, yeah, that's exactly the argument that Broadway World was making, which is like, you could have picked Hamilton, Rent, Phantom, Cats, like anything. But but like, why? Why do you want to be tied to this? I don't get it. It Meanwhile, the, large... the actual producers of the show are like, yes, yep, he was a part of it. And it yeah, was not me. It was not me. <laughs> it's, this is not on my resume. You want this dude? Absolutely. Take him. Absolutely. He was a joy to work with. So he's, you know, he's just been at the forefront of a lot of news and stuff like this recently, just because he keeps lying about things, lying about things that are just so like, I don't know. I don't why. Yeah, I don't get it. So I just think it's kind of funny. It's the first time it's the first time any theater outlet has had to cover George Santos. Won't be the last maybe not who knows he's gonna be starring in the merrily we roll along movie so yeah did you hear that he did he was playing ben platt's part yeah (laughs) he's playing ben platt in the movie he's playing ben platt yeah what do you think like would be a claim that like george santos would make that like Um, pertains to broadway that he was the original tootsie like i could see that (laughs) oh my god oh my god given his track record in the miami drag scene i I could see that happen. I would probably say <clears throat> he he raised the Palace Theater. <laughs> he himself raised the Palace Theater. On his own, he went, <sighs> come on, build, build, build. Anyways, with the Grammy Awards on Sunday, Viola Davis won a Grammy for Best Audiobook Narration and Storytelling Recording for the audiobook of her memoir, which is pretty cool. She has now received a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, an Academy Award, and two Tony Awards. She's now the 18th person overall and third black woman to receive EGOT status, which is really cool. That's amazing. My computer crashed, but I had all of the EGOTs up there. Really? I didn't see them on the list. Okay. Um... So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I will say this is amazing and mm-hmm. awesome. But yeah. there's always one category that you're <laughs> like, how did you win that? 
I know that that's like um, that's like John Legend's Tony. Yeah, what's John Legend's Tony for? Like, like Song he wrote a song play. for something? No, he, no, he. I think he was acting. Really? Yeah. Well, because he won it for a play, he didn't win it for anything, anything with music. Let's see. I'm googling it real quick. Revival Ooh. of a play. Oh, okay. How did John Legend win his EGOT? This is from CountryLiving.com. Tony Ward's showing off his producing a bit. That's it. He, he produced. produced. Yeah, best revival of a play with his production Jitney. It's a part. It's a part of famed playwright August Wilson's Pittsburgh Cycle, which is a collection of ten plays. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pro- see, like, can... there's that fourth one. We're like, do you know, do you know how many people win Tonys for producing every you, single if time? If you just invest enough award? money, you can be listed as a co-producer. Like, you yeah. just invested money, so whatever. It's cool, cool, man. I, I, um, Miles Frost was talking a few weeks ago about how he wants to be the first, the youngest person to ever EGOT, which I think he could do. Um, he could. I don't. I'm. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know. He did present a bunch of awards at the Grammys. I saw that. I saw the clips of him and he was like, Lizzo, yes. Yeah. And then he was like, get up here, Adele. And then he went, Harry Styles. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> so like, he, Miles. I actually have this in here. So continuing on with the Grammys, the nominees for um, Best Musical Theater Album were Into the Woods, A Strange Loop, Mr. Saturday Night, Six, Carolina Change, and MJ, The Michael Jackson Musical. Into the Woods took home the award, which I, I'm not that surprised if i had to pick one i probably would have said a strange loop just because just because (sighs) it's new and into the woods is not that's the only thing i think that is also the argument of why into the woods won it because Mm -hmm. you know that is probably the last um into the Woods already was the last production that Sondheim would have been mm-hmm. aware of. I don't think he had any part in it. I'm sure um, he, yeah, he knew that the city he, center he, was going to be doing he, it. He was alive while his estate signed off on the beginning parts of that production. Mm-hmm. So this is the last award that the Sondheim Stephen estate Sondheim. could win with yeah. his signature on it. Yeah. Signature yeah. on it. Um, that is not why they won. I think Mm-mm. Into the Woods is 100% about the music. Yeah. And as an album, you know, the, the, the way Grammy voters vote, I think is different from how Tony voters do. Yes. Where Tony goes for like the spectacle and the raw emotion and like how it makes them feel. And Grammy voters go off of like, who is listening to this? Like, who is the demographic? Who do they write it for? Who are they performing it for? Yeah, the Grammys then, are a whole different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, th- like it's even, just your album. It has nothing to do with the show. It's exactly. Just what are we listening to on these tracks? What are the things that we're listening to? Whereas Tony's are, are all around. Yeah. And that's why it was confusing for me with the, the Grammys where they had like album of the year and then like record of the year. I, know, I don't understand that either. And like, like I, I feel like I saw Lizzo, Adele... Beyonce and Harry Styles up for the same award over and over again. It's like album of the year, record of the year, performance of the. It's just like all these different things. Performance that, of the year really mean the, the same thing. I'm like, yeah, what? yeah. So I mean, Whoa. so many Grammys are given out. The best musical theater album wasn't even in in the ceremony. I, I got an alert yeah. on my phone at 3 p.m. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> like I was so I was planning on watching tonight, but I guess not. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's cool. Um, 
I I made my prediction on TikTok a little before that I I would have really actively been surprised if if anything but a strange loop or into the woods one because I said I was like I th- I want MJ to win I think it's going to be a strange loop probably maybe into the woods yeah it was um, it was never going to be MJ um, no I wish but it never was going to be MJ. I was really pulling for Mister Saturday Night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if that or Carolina change one, I would have been re- or six. I would have been really surprised. Um, I don't know how six is still eligible. I don't. I it's don't because get it. it was there. It was their opening. No, I, I know why. It's don't a new recording. I know. I, I know, know why. It's just, you just don't like that's, it. That show opened like twenty years ago. I'm, I know. I'm, it's I'm like over it. <laughs> Dear I remember. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, it's, the, it's almost the same time. Like I, I remember dancing to the opening number from six in. Like the downstate center for the arts with Joe. Oh yes, like before like we college. would did that when it was in the the Portsmouth Ballet Academy or whatever it was. The, the I know in um when when did six open? Was it seventeen? Seventeen. It opened in twenty seventeen. Yeah, premiere twenty seventeen, Edinburgh Fringe because it's from the West End. Oh my god! Um, when, did it, when, when did it premiere on Broadway in twenty eighteen? I got Wikipedia up. Uh, oh, 2021 Broadway. Okay, so no, no. 2017 Edinburgh. 2017 Is it January of 2021. Maybe, but we got 2017 off West End. Then 18 UK tour. 19 West End. 19 North American tour. 21 Broadway. Which really, it's probably just a post-COVID opening. That's probably why. It's kind of wild. Let me see what day. What day did six open? on broadway it really hasn't been around for that long go inside opening night why does it say september 17th there's no way it was the end of 21 no no i don't believe go it. inside They're opening already... night of six on broadway holy shit october 3rd 21 that's <laughs> wild how are we so wrong on that i feel like I think, six i think because this... all of our all of our friends fell in love with it while it was still West End. What's the six Mandela effect? <laughs> Hold on. Are there two cast albums? So they, yes, they released live on opening night, which is different than their cast is album. Is that their what cast the Grammys is West were up End. for? Yeah, the Grammys were only judging their opening night one. But for, the, I... for it to come out at the end of 21 is wild. Because it, when did six... Uh, live cast album come out May 6th of this year of 22 because it's 23 now so they recorded live on opening night October 3rd released it like six months later that's that's wild wow why why has it why does it feel like six has been around for so much longer it has though because it was just as popular here in 2018 2021 that was we last were, we were dancing to that song in the whatever ballet studio you know what i'm talking about we were no yeah, yeah. It, it came out it's because of i well when was the when did six cast album come out 2018 may 6 22 okay that's not what i'm looking for so <laughs> then when did live from on opening night come six's release original broadway cast recording maybe their live one is i don't know enough about sex i think we need to move on because because i'm i'm confused i thought there was an original west end recording sick 
Six musical. There is studio cast recording. It's the black in 2018. Yeah, this is the one I'm looking at. Studio cast recording. August 31st, 2018. So that makes more sense. And then six live on opening night, which is Broadway. So that's how they were able to pull in a Broadway recording. And then there's six, the musical sing-along edition, which is really smart. Put, Put karaoke tracks on YouTube. That's really smart. Get even more streams when you don't need to. Dude, you know what's insane? Don't Lose Your Head, their song, has almost 72 million streams. That's wild. Who the I hell thought it would is be the listening to this show? It is, I feel like this is on like every single Broadway workout playlist. Oh. Or like People who only listen yeah. to show tunes only in their life. No, we only. warmed up the other day in, in jazz class to one of the songs from Six. I don't know exactly. It was probably their Megamix because it's so like, it's like that yeah we we switched up the flow and we used that we switched the prefix or however it goes it's like all yep. past tense stuff six yeah oh, um man. i want to so yeah dude we should do it ourselves six miscast that'd be fun us and some e- other dudes everybody only wants to see men sing the music <laughs> yeah. from six that's the funniest miscast there is that is the funniest miscast <laughs> uh what a take that from segue this is actually the next point. Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, LaShans, and Andre DeShields are headlining 2023 MCC Mistcast. Other performances include Janae Benton, Bonnie Milligan of Kimberly Akimbo, and Ben Platt. That was the best segue I've the ever best, seen. That was the best segue ever. Isn't that dope? Um, so, Hit yeah. Me, ba- wait, okay. Mistcast. I thought we were going back to Britney Spears. Okay, Miscast. That's great. I love Miscast. That's it is so great. fun every year. I don't year. know exactly what time. What day? They film it. They they um Monday it April live 3rd, and it 3rd at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Monday night. Oscar Hammerstein it's probably because all it's all of their day off. Yeah. That's fine. Andre De Shields at Miscast. What do you think Andre De Shields would sing? Like, what would oh, you want Andre, Andre De Shields to sing? I want him to sing someone from Mean Girls. I, will, I want oh. him to sing. I want him to sing like um, Apex Predator. <laughs> Can you that imagine? So awesome. Oh my god. Or like um, World Burn. Could you imagine him being like, "My name is Regina Joy," and it's just like, Whoa. yeah. He's got like a bunch of backup dancers. Oh, that would be, be so sick. good. He comes out in like a like a pink outfit. He could do something <laughs> lit. Yeah, lit. That's um, very true. I'm excited for Bonnie Milligan of Kimberly Akimbo. She's really cool. She's really cool. This is, uh, um, I don't know how to put this. Bad Cinderella's getting in on the like, NFT game. <laughs> I I saw this on the notes thing, and yeah, truth be told. Uh, yeah, you take this one. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Bed Cinderella is releasing NFTs. The good news is they're all free. The bad news is that Bad Cinderella is trying to get in on NFTs. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber knows what's up. Yeah, if they were selling them, I'd be like, that's kind of, I don't know. Like, I guess it's for business, whatever. But um, if you don't know, NFT is a non-fung fungible token and it's basically just something that you own that you can't hold or touch and it exists in an account online but you still get to tell people you own it um i actually signed up for this and got it um if you collect all of them they're going to be releasing so uh, this is from logan colwell block of playbill 
Quote, those who collect the full set, which will include digital merchandise available both online and at the theater, uh, will be entered into a contest to win exclusive autographed merchandise. The project is a partnership between Bad Cinderella and the Broadway Exchange, which is attempting to connect plays and musicals with emerging the emerging NFT market. Bad, Cinder- Bad Cinderella's collectibles are available at bwayx.com, will be minted via the Flow blockchain. So I went to bwayx.com and made an account and was given VIP Queen Pass. It's all free. So I figured, yeah, why not collect all of them and get free stuff, even if it's Bad Cinderella? So I'm probably going to forget to go back and do the rest of them. But I don't... Personally, I think the business move is just any press is good press and people can just be like, what the fuck? Why are you making NFTs? And then, great, people have NFTs, want NFTs, cool. Just do it. If they're free, it's, I don't know, good enough. Good enough, Bad Cinderella. Liam, are you going to get one? No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, you got bigger <laughs> things to worry about this Actually, semester. yeah, I, I, uh, I don't care at all. <laughs> yeah, actually, should... you know, I don't, um, I oh, don't care oh, at I all. Forgot. I don't, I don't care. Bad um, Cinderella. We got we to, gotta, like, see Bad Cinderella until we make we should go on a trip we should go on a trip where we see we have like we have like a two nights there once upon a one more time mm-hmm. bad cinderella yeah what else you would hit we all see? the big shows what else would we see uh we would see shocked we could say shocked i am actually shocked. excited for that i am so i, I am believe that you're i am planning a trip um i'm going for my spring break so i've i have tickets to parade sweeney todd and uh, uh hercules at paper mill that's gonna be exciting and then I'm gonna try to rush some like it hot. I would see Camelot or Shocked, but both of those don't have a Wednesday matinee, so whatever. Yeah, my my big four right now are those three, and then Camelot as opposed to um, some like it hot. So I would I would like Camelot. They do this program called Link Ticks. I think I might have mentioned this on another week. You weren't here. Um, you can go and get like forty dollars seats from them. They're like solo seats. So you when you're back. Oh no, it won't be running, will it? Um, what Camelot? It's a limited engagement is it limited right? engagement yeah because it's at the it's at lincoln center it's not it's a not-for-profit Ooh. show so um yeah i think that clo- oh i mean when does doing so many google searches when does camelot close uh it looks like march is in here maybe if it's right. running over the summer you could go over the summer but definitely not while you're back at school in, in august fall. Yeah. yeah there's no there's no way they have a season they have to stick to it and there's no way it is that it's that long okay give me like two more seconds march april oh they're selling tickets through june 25th i'll take it okay we could go over the summer philip Sue. it it could also be in their the Broadway theater at Lincoln Center because there's the, the Vivian Center. Beaumont. Yeah, so that is different from Lincoln Center. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the Vivian Beaumont Theater. Yeah. Which holds long-running shows. I I thought it was on, they only put their own shows in the Vivian Beaumont. Hmm... I don't know enough about Lincoln Center to have a debate here. Give me, baby, one more time. Just give me a minute, baby. Yeah, Vivian I'm, I'm looking at the shows now. They have Vivi- the Vivian Beaumont Theater, the Newhouse Theater, and the Claire Toe Theater. Yeah. 
So the Vivian so, Beaumont <clears throat> hit her open in 65. Damn. It's a very cool setup, too. Three-quarter thrust. Um, you're looking down on the stage, which is really... I guess that's the same in proscenium for the most part. Well, no, because they're down on the floor. Um, but this... I, I'm very almost sure that this runs the same as the other ones where it's limited engagements and you 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 could open an open ended run there but it would just not be not for profit because they're a not for profit theater no so i have no idea hang on hang on hang on anyways if you want to get link ticks you can if you're 21 to 35 age you can go to the box office, show them your ID. Well, you got to buy it beforehand and then go pick it up there. Just give them your ID. And they're solo. I was looking. They're solo seats <clears throat> and they're off to the side. But they're like they're like really cheap. Um, and they're only offered on select days. I would have gotten one if they were offered during the week that I'm there. Not week. I'm there for like three days. But uh, they weren't. So Liam and I'll go back to see that one. We'll see that. We'll see Once Upon a One More Time. We'll see Bad Cinderella. And... We can see. Well, let's go to let's go to California and see the Indina Menzel Redwood musical. Yes. So their season ends on March eighth, and they just sell Camelot tickets for the rest of the year. Interesting. They, like they're they're advertising that the show closes March eighth. No, they're they're the rest of their season. They have a full season. Yeah. And it ends on. March 8th and Camelot begins on March 9th. Oh, so it's the first show of their next season. Um, no, I think it's their entire 2023 season. Maybe it is. I, I, I have no idea. I have, maybe I'll, maybe I'll look It'll up more. It'll make banging money. Like it makes, it, it makes sense to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I would assume, I just assumed it was a closed not-for-profit yeah. run. June. But I might be wrong. Yeah, they're fully selling tickets until June 25th. That's wild. Wow. We can go now. Let's do that. Yeah, let's go now. I'll fly back. All right, sounds good. Uh, The super famous movie musical La La Land is coming to the stage, according to Variety. Pasek and Paul are on board, whereas they only did lyrics for this project. You usually know them to do music and lyrics, Uh, as well as producer Mark Platt, father of Ben. So we're pretty sure that Ben Platt is going to make a cameo <laughs> appearance, just like Jimmy Fallon in this one. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm happy as hell. <laughs> Shut up. I love that movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure it's great, but like, we have this, we have The Greatest Showman, we have Coco, we have... Um... So I don't give a shit about Coco, and Greatest Showman is like, too like I don't know there's already the Barnum musical and he's already an asshole and like died <laughs> a bad person he's who, like, already an asshole. people but like this yeah. to me is just like a beautiful story I love Damien Chazelle and don't even get on me because I haven't even seen Babylon I've been a Damien Chazelle fan since Whiplash came out Okay, Damn. I don't want to hear anybody being like, "Oh, the Damien Chazelle train has entered the station." I don't care. I don't care. Whiplash was amazing, and La La Land is a beautiful story of two people falling in love, but they meet each other at the wrong time. And it's like he writes these stories about like obsession over your craft, and it's just so relatable and so good. Oh, 
maybe very we'll, happy. Maybe as we'll long as they do too. not stunt, as long as they don't stat, stunt cast James Corden a, a breath of this movie of this show. No, this needs to be taken seriously. Yeah, because it's it a just needs to be taken seriously. Plot. It's a good <clears throat> movie. Like, can I, I can I, I rant s- about this for a second? Okay. Quick fun fact about this: Damien Chazelle wrote La La Land while he was in college, but um, nobody would produce it because he didn't have any credits. So he wrote Whiplash and made it into a short film with a completely different cast. It was like twelve to eighteen minutes long. That got approved to be made into a full-length feature film with J.K. Simmons, Miles Teller, like that is like amazing film on its mm-hmm. own. And then they would finally let him make La La Land. Like I it see. took, like he wrote La La Land before Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Whiplash. I, I, yeah. I know a lot of people like see that movie and they're just like, damn! Yeah. But I, I love Miles Teller and I think yeah. the whole like, I don't understand what like music school like that is like. I can't yeah, it's imagine. Not really accurate. It's but but maybe I don't know. So, so, um, yeah, I really like I really like that film. It's good. So I mean, and and yeah, that was my tangent. La La Land, I think, will be good as long as Broadway doesn't. If people people could mess this up pretty quick. So I think what I kind of see happening is either casting like Jake Gyllenhaal. Or Matthew Morrison. I would vomit if it was Matthew Morrison, but actually, I think I actually would really like it if it was Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't if know if Jake Gyllenhaal can be dance. Cast, if it has to be stunt cast. That's not stunt. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, because it's Josh Matthew Roman. Morrison. I'm just thinking of dudes with beards at this point. Why, why does know. the beard have to do with anything? I don't know. Matthew Morrison honestly would be less of a stunt cast than Jake Gyllenhaal. But like Jake Gyllenhaal would play that part really well mm-hmm. um has matthew morrison done anything since sunday no no that was jake gyllenhaal uh, since, that uh, was south, jake pacific. Gyllenhaal. south pacific he and matthew morrison has done something uh matthew morrison what since? year was was south pacific i want to say like oh yeah finding neverland he did light in the piazza finding neverland he did um south pacific in 08 Light in the Piazza in 05, 05? because he didn't he didn't do the the Light in the Piazza started with the other guy who's in the recording at Lincoln Center and then Matthew Morrison did it or is it the other way around? I think that's right. I think that's right because I've seen clips with Matthew Morrison, but I mean it's it, it's only Adam Guttel listed on the Spotify thing, so I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, they don't they don't have initial people. I he's on. Yeah, Matthew Morrison's on the recording on on Spotify. He's he oh, looks to be the okay. original Broadway company, but but I watched a recording at Lincoln Center without him and without Kelly O'Hara. Eesh. Um, but then he did South Pacific in 08. Matthew Morrison did South Pacific in 08, and then he did Finding Neverland in 2015. So he hasn't really been on Broadway in a hot sack. I yeah, keep, I mean, keep in he, mind, was a he was in Footloose? Finding Neverland until, you know, beginning of 2016, and there hasn't really mm-hmm. been a lot of um, shows for him to do. Yeah, I don't know. Because now he's like the jump scare old little, not creepy. <laughs> the jump scare. He not is creepy, a jump but scare it, nowadays. 
not no, theater kids not have creepy, completely like, stigmatized Matthew Morrison. Yeah, but like Link Larkin and Hairspray is a perfect part for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, he's really is, good at these like suave dudes. As like he was the Chuck Cranston understudy replacement. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he what? was Footloose. Since when? That would be that's a perfect part for him. I, I would I would put him as I would put him as as Ren all day in that as show. Ren? Well, oh, but yeah. yeah, but but him in or 1998. Yeah, true. Him in 1998. Look, look at these because Chuck doesn't picks. dance and Matthew Morrison dances. Uh, yeah, but I mean everybody dances at that. Yeah, point. true. Really stressing myself out here. <laughs> um, regardless, he was born in 78. Good for him. Fuck yeah, Matthew Morrison. He what is he? 40 something. Well, let's do some quick math. I, I would have guessed he was just about 42, 43. Yeah. Which I think is what 78 is. You're doing the math. He's 45. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. Theater major. I don't do the I don't do the numbers. You're you're still a business major, okay? You gotta be able to hit me with that. <laughs> 45. Yes. You're right. Here it is. Bingo. The Cher show is going on tour. They were initially going to go out in 2020, but now finally the tour is confirmed through the start of next year. Uh, mm. So there's no dates or cities or casting yet. It is being produced by Big League Productions, which currently represents the non-union tour of Legally Blonde. They were going to come to the Boston Opera House in 2021, so I'm going to assume they're going to do it again. If so, I will make an effort to go see this. Um, I mean, that show is going to hit every single big house. It will hit... Yes. Yep. Except like, yes, where all the old people are. Like they'll have a residency in Florida. <laughs> like, like yes. a residency in Orlando, Florida. The old Miami gays will flock to that show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I got to see the regional premiere. It's great. The Google Playhouse. Um, so Big League Productions also had on their website the Little Woman Tour 2324. I haven't heard people talking about this. I don't think it's unannounced. Right. I want to be on that. Yeah, exactly. Get, please let perfect. me play Lori on that. Yeah. Like, doing it now. I would love. Oh, that'd be so fun. But yeah, yeah, I saw a bunch of people. I saw a bunch of people in the comments of this announcement saying, like, is this union? Is this union? And they're like, no, it's big league productions. So non-union tour. Non-union for us. share. Non-union share. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, you thought non-union Legally Blonde would be crazy. Get ready for non-union share. (laughs) It's auditions like that that make me want to get an equity card so I don't have to deal with 12,000 submissions for the same part. Yeah, so we're not doing virtually. You actually have to come to the back alley in Nashville and give the secret password to the guy at the door. (laughs) It's like like a speakeasy to audition. Yeah, right. You're like, peanut butter sandwich? Yeah, come peanut in, butter come sandwich, in. and then it's just like a guy like grabs you and brings you through the back. They like put a bag on your head, and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, do your sixteen bars before we can see your face, and then do your your <laughs> do your up tempo with the bag on, <laughs> do your ballad with the bag off, and then if you're asked to, if you're asked to remove the bag, then you move on to your ballad. But if not, that's how you know. Please that's wait. how you know we like you. If you're asked yeah. to take the bag off, you're... <laughs> what? Um, also, dear Broadway world, stop giving me Jessica Vosk ads. I won, so I was going on Lucky Seat. I've been going on Lucky Seat every week to enter the Hamilton Lottery for Boston, and uh, they showed me like 
Jessica Vosk solo show at Symphony Hall in Boston. I was like, yes, I want to go to that. And I won and no one would go with me. So I didn't go. Um, you didn't want to do a, a little solo date? You, I, you didn't want to do a self-love night? No, because it was like it was like 70 bucks. And I was like, that's way too much for Jessica Vosk solo show. Yeah, I won too. So I had to bring someone and no one would go with me. Like my mom, would like everyone. Been, was it 70 total? No, it was like a hundred and something total. I think it was 150 total. For I two now tickets. understand why people didn't want to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call my friends. They're like, how much? I'm like, $70 or something. I don't exactly remember how much it was. And they're like, ew, no. Mm. But since I was going on the website and stuff, Broadway World won't, st- like, my Broadway World page is 11 Jessica Vosk ads. And it's like, <laughs> it happened Sunday. It's over. Stop. It's done. How are they still paying for the ad space on the website? Like, I bet you if I go to Broadway World right now, there's a Jessica Vosk ad on there somewhere. Because, like, today I was just losing my mind. Like, what? Look. I can't see. There it is. I can't see, but yeah, I don't. Anyways. It matter. Like, it's any one, two, three, four. Anyways. That's all I had for news. I don't know if you had any other other news that you wanted to go through. Um, I don't um, think anything broke since we've been going. Um, a beautiful noise released tickets through January of twenty four. Wild to me. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing. They're, they're doing all right. They're Who's doing buying all right. that? Uh, let's see. Forty eight. Oh, did you see the clip of Move On from uh, Pasadena Playhouse? No. So Graham Phillips and Christina Alabato. What are you looking at? Did um, move on from Sunday to Park with George because that's what they're doing at um, Pasadena Playhouse. It was so oh. good in the best way possible. This guy is like a Mandy Patinkin clone. Really? It is not negative in any capacity. Mm-mm. Like, because a, a lot of people say that, and then I saw people in the comments being like, "That's so mean. Why would you say that?" It's just <laughs> what? because. What do you mean? He goes like, "I want to move on. I want to go nothing has to Nothing has to stop. Nothing has to <laughs> And it's like he sounds amazing, and he sounds just like Manny Patinkin. But I know he's doing it on his yeah, own. What? Like, no, like you sound like me. Like that's like being like Liam. <laughs> you sound like Aaron Tveit. Shut up. No, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Hey, what if we what if we pivoted a little bit? Man, that's gross. That's so gross. That's the first that's gross we've had in three weeks. Yeah, man. Have you not been doing it? I I I've said uh if Liam were here, he would say that's gross. But I don't oh. I don't do your thing. That's your thing. Okay. Um, it was not not you know how in Carrie they say you ain't seen nothing yet. It's gonna be yeah. a night we'll never forget. Mm-hmm. This is a forgettable week for the grosses. <laughs> Stats as a whole, grosses in in uh, like as a in general, we're down nine percent. That's a lot. Um <laughs> we did lose what show closed? I'm completely forgetting. The collaboration's still here. What show do we lose? Piano lesson. Piano we lesson lost... and take me out. No, take me out this weekend. Oh, okay. 
or no, we just lost Take Me Out this past weekend. So this is this is the last week of Take Me Out. Um, grosses were down nine percent. The ticket average was down five percent. So the ticket average this week was one hundred and twenty dollars. It was one hundred and twenty four last week, which isn't that big. We lost exactly eight eight performances, which is the loss of the piano lesson. So everything played a full eight. That that also played a full eight last week, and um, we we didn't have any shows sell out which sucks. I don't None know. Of them? No shows sold out. We had, um, I've been including recently since you, you haven't been here, any show that is 98 or 99, I'm calling it pretty much sold out. The shows that pretty much sold out were and Juliet, Hamilton, um, MJ, six Phantom and wicked. Um, there was, there was also some shows that were really, really close to selling out. Let's see. 92 so oh no phantom wasn't that close because last week there were some shows that needed like five tickets to sell out yeah hamilton needed 11 tickets to sell out which is just standing room or something um yeah and then the show that was the emptiest this week was the same show that was the emptiest last week which some like it hot at 72.7 percent uh they also saw the biggest swing in grosses going down 12.34 percent um, the biggest difference in capacity week over week was pictures from home down 5.6, uh, but they're still in the nineties. So that's fine. There was a lot of shows playing to above 90% capacity. I think it was 17. Last I checked, it was yeah. 17 shows, which is really good. Honestly, Attendance, 17 out of 23. That is really good. It is really good. And the, and the, and the emptiest being 72% at some like a hot. So people are seeing these shows. It helps that there's less shows to be seeing. Um, but the, the, these shows just aren't, selling expensive seats uh the most expensive ticket this week was 599 dollars to go see funny girl and the ticket average to funny girl was the most expensive at 205 dollars the least expensive show to go see was pictures from home 73 dollars ticket average and uh yeah attendance was down five percent from last week but that has to do with i don't know how broadway world measures that if we're going from a capacity perspective i can't imagine it went down that much but with the loss of one show, yeah, it's going to go down. Um, the shows that saw the biggest swing in the grosses week over week was the collaboration down just about 11%, which for them is a lot. Yeah, that um, is a lot. Hamilton was down 9.5%, and A Beautiful Noise was down almost 9%. Is that down um, in grosses or capacity? It's down in grosses. The biggest downs in capacity were Funny Girl down 4.2%. They're playing to only 90% capacity now, which isn't good because there's amazing. other shows that should like and juliet is selling way better than them they sold they sold 98 percent of their house and and funny girls only at 90 which is not good the leah michelle wave is ending i don't give yeah. this show through the summer if i'm being honest um maybe another stunt cast who knows star cast sorry leah another big swing in capacity was at leopold stott down five and a half percent and uh some like it hot down 4.7 some like it hot's just not doing too hot right now oh Whoa, there were some shows that did see a positive week over week between riverside and crazy's grosses were up four uh, percent and their ticket average went from 93 to 96 which is really good and um wicked saw a positive ticket difference and phantom saw positive gross even though less people saw the show this week yeah, grosses grosses just aren't amazing. 
They're not terrible. They're just not amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you have anything to add. Um, I'm looking at them through um, their post. So you're looking at I what through their post? Much to add. Um, just their uh, the grosses. It, it's gone now. Yeah. I just went to the the Broadway World website and looked at the the grosses because I haven't gotten it on my computer. So yeah, I, I was going to say the interesting thing is that um, for gross dollars, it's interesting that Phantom grossed the most money this week. But you said that they didn't have like an amazing ticket week. Like what 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 percentage were they at this week for tickets? Ninety nine point six. They almost sold out. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, no. Phantom. Phantom continues to dominate. They're going to continue to dominate. They had the highest gross by like a long shot. They were yeah. at two point six million dollars. Nothing broke two. Funny Girl seems to have come the closest at one point eight. I guess ticket yeah. average doesn't matter for this show. Maybe I take back what I said about them closing because ticket average doesn't matter. They're still making a ton of the, it's, it's it, two hundred dollar average to get in. Jesus, two hundred. Yeah, you can't I don't rush. Care about Leah, and I saw it for free. Like I, I like. Yeah. I, I would not pay extra to see. How her. did you see it for free? I, I, I threw school. Oh wait, that's sick. Yeah, it was the first show I saw this semester. I knew you saw Julie. I just didn't know it was free. That's cool. Yeah, like I would rather see Julie Bank go. Mm-hmm. If I won the lottery, like to go see the show, absolutely, because lottery yeah. sets are always really good. But I don't know. Excited for the Hamilton Lottery this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Hey, great podcast back. Welcome hey, it's, back. It's, it's great to be back. I'm glad we could do this 50-minute long podcast. I'm glad everyone's yeah. still listening. I'm glad everyone's still listening. Our attention totally doesn't suck. No, it does. It, it is good. It's awesome. Okay. Um, so Tuesdays, let us know <clears> what you think. Tuesdays, man. People are going to be like, whoa, Gavin with Liam episode out? Damn. Damn. It's only no, been back. four days. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's only been four days. Yeah, we but now you have to wait seven. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, well, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I'm gonna keep on posting on Meals Liam Eats with Go reviews follow about it. what I do. Mm-hmm. Um maybe I'm we'll repost it in when we have it with the Italy. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm studying abroad here in Firenze. Italy. Italy. Okay. Go to bed, Liam. It's uh, almost 11 for you. Damn. Yeah, I got to go to bed. I got class tomorrow. I got to go to rehearsal in two hours. Two hours? Oh, no, I don't. Not for little women. Haven't been called in a week. Wow. It's Well, because it's Lori. He's he's not even in He's not in Act house. 2. We've been, we've been cleaning Act 2. So. Yeah. Whatever. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.